it's Hannah Sheree Smith from the British Blacklist and today I'm joined by Callie Hulley, one of the student actors in the Sundance award-winning documentary Giving Voice. So hello Callie, how are you doing? Hi, I'm really well, how are you? I'm very good, I'm very excited to be speaking to you. Firstly, congratulations for all of your success uh, during the competition. How did you first find out about the August Wilson Monologue competition? Well, my theatre director in high school, my senior year, he came into our Black Box Theatre and said, there's a competition. If you want to know more, information is in my office. Everybody, break. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I was really curious and I asked about it. And he said, it's an August Wilson Monologue competition. Mm -hmm. And I think there's regionals and then I think there's nationals. And so I did a little bit of research and I started finding all of these amazing monologues that August had written. And I just thought, oh, I have to do this. I can't not engage mm-hmm. such rich work. So I first found out just uh, through my, my theater director in, in high school and fell in love. You, you said you were reading through the monologues. When did you first hear about August Wilson? Was this something you knew about before? The competition. So I, I of course saw Viola Davis and Denzel mm-hmm. in Fences, which came out a couple of years before my senior year in high school. But that was the extent. So my journey through the competition was really a scavenger hunt. Was finding a monologue that I wanted to do, and then at each round of the competition, just being so blown away by my peers mm-hmm. and all of our ability to step fully into the work. And then at nationals, receiving the century cycle. And then reading all of the plays and then in in college taking classes and analyzing and dissecting the plays. But the competition was truly the start. It was the catalyst for it. And since then, I've just fallen more and more in love. Oh, amazing. So remarkable. I'm so glad that the competition could have given you like this love of August Wilson, which I guess is the whole point, isn't it? Do you have a favorite August Wilson play? I do. My favorite is Jim of the Ocean. It's the first of the century cycle. Uh Um, But I I love it because, especially today, I think it has such fundamental lessons that we can really use and pay attention to for the moment that we're in. Jim of the Ocean is a story of redemption, a story of making mistakes, a story of learning how to fully engage with one's history, who one is in the present and the possibilities for the future. And I'm just so blown away how August in this play, but also in all of them, gives us these fully realized people Mm -hmm. in circumstances that are so universal and so essential to the human experience, and then provides us with lessons and answers to many of the questions that we still have today. When you look at our justice system and the events of, of people trying to figure out how do we restructure this thing. In August Wilson, you know, in Jim of the Ocean, he gives us answers to how we can aid people who have made quote unquote mistakes or who don't fit into societal norms. It's just so rich. And Black Mary is like the sister girl of sister girls. Like she's amazing. <laughs> Um, so that's my, I mean, the stuff you were saying there reminds me of things you were saying in the documentary already um, about this feeling that when you chose a, a monologue from the piano lesson, that there was a feeling that the speech was already in you. Can you tell us more about what it feels like to read an August Wilson play and see characters that you 
do connect with and that you've seen in your yeah. own life? Oh my goodness. I Even from the first time when I was looking for monologues, I was so humbled, but also so appreciative that those people sounded just like me. Mm-hmm. They sounded like my mom, like my grandmother, like my uncles. And I was so appreciative to know that those people and August's writing was deserving of a Pulitzer Prize. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was remarkable to be able to read a text and feel so familiar with it and to know that the people that I come from and my culture were deserving of the space that August Wilson's writings created for them. So it's an experience it just in reading the plays and in watching the plays. It's an experience of every human emotion. You laugh, you cry. August is, the writing is witty. The writing is, it's dramatic. It's simple at times. It's inspiring. That's the richness of his work is that the experience is 360. You get it all. You get the complete view of of these people and in the details, anybody is able to see themselves in this work. Whether you're an African-American or anyone, any group can see themselves in the people that he wrote that are chasing their dreams, that are finding love, that are getting through the hardness of life sometimes. I mean, the work is rich and inviting of everyone to bring their full selves to the table. It's beautiful to hear you talking about August Wilson. You say it in such eloquent terms, but I think I think the documentary really pushes this point as well about the student actors that are kind of highlighted in it. You all come from such different backgrounds and have your own stories that you're bringing to the experience that really highlights exactly what you're saying about that it isn't just one person that August Wilson is writing for. And when you look at Gerardo, I mean, how amazing he is as a person, (laughs) as an artist, but then... I mean, really, it's a testament. And and in our year, there was an array of people and of experiences and cultures represented in our year of the competition because not only does August Wilson speak to Black people, but he speaks to old people, to young people, to people of all ethnicities. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm young and, and I've never had a baby. But I was definitely able to step into Bernice because the writing was truthful. Mm-hmm. And as a human, you can connect to truth. Exactly. And so, I mean, it's definitely, Gerardo's amazing. And Mia's amazing. And Freedom and Aaron and Cody, they're all amazing. And August says, you're all amazing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> um, like, have you come across any other playwrights that you feel, you, whose work you connect to on the level that you do with August Wilson? Mainly because I'm just thinking about, is there a playwright that, I mean, particularly of African-American background, yeah. that is writing now, that is carrying on that legacy? I will say, I think that Lynn Nottage is, is a wonderful playwright mm-hmm. who does bring the same truth and the same wit to her writing. You know, in reading uh, Fabulation, just just all, all of her, you know, and I mean, her, her award-winning plays as well. I think that her characters also have this sense of dimensionality and depth and and all of the qualities that are are accessible to human beings. Mm-hmm. I think that uh, so often you can measure a play's relevance and a play's importance 
through its simple ability to really capture the humanity. And so I, I definitely think that Lynn Nottage does a great job of incorporating the breadth of human experiences and all of the emotions involved in the situations that her characters are in mm-hmm. to make them accessible and fully developed for actors and for, for audiences. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm definitely going to have a look at Lynn Nottage now. I've not been looking at her work enough until now. <laughs> <laughs> I, the other thing that... I liked that you said in the documentary is that August Wilson's plays made you feel like you're worth seeing, which I think was a very powerful thing to say. I think more broadly, with drama, do you think that drama is a particularly powerful outlet for feeling seen or feeling that you're being given a voice? Oh, of course. I mean, there's nothing scarier as well, you know, (laughs) than standing up on a stage and opening your mouth. And, and being in front of a group of people and saying, you're free to judge me. Yeah. You're free yeah. to boo me. But either way, I'm going to say what I have to say. Mm-hmm. There's nothing scarier, but there's also nothing more empowering. And what August Wilson did for me that truly I had never been able to experience before was stepping on stage and being encouraged to bring truly who I am into the room, Mm -hmm. into that character. I think that as a young artist, um, it was so necessary for my journey to know that my blackness, my youth, my womanhood deserve to be in the room. They deserve to be seen. And where all of those things intersect is where the magic is. Mm -hmm. And August Wilson was able, uh, August Wilson made me able to tap into that and to know that those those experiences of who I am are where the magic lies. Yeah. Um, and and so of course, I mean, in drama and in having to bring yourself to the work, in being encouraged to bring all of you, mm-hmm. and then your voice is lifted and raised, and the competition created so much support and such a loving space to dare to do that. Yeah, well, it looked like it was a very, like, wonderful, like, fun experience, regardless of what the outcome was. I mean, what was it like meeting all these other people, you know, from all over America, who all were doing the same thing as you? Oh, my goodness, it was amazing. I mean, you can ask anyone, it never felt like a competition. Oh. There there was one day specifically, and it's even, I think, I think it's a moment in the documentary where all of us, Every single one of us accidentally wore jeans and like a jean jacket. Like they literally <laughs> show us walking down the street and we all accidentally matched. Like we were so, I mean, we connected so quickly. The magic of the city. So many of us had never been to New York, mm-hmm. had never seen a play on Broadway. Definitely had none of us had performed on Broadway. And then to be guided by Kenny Leon, he's a genius. And to be um, encouraged to continue speaking by Kenny Leon. I mean, it was just uh, an experience that was so rewarding, so loving, so supportive. And we still have a Snapchat group chat till this day Aww. that is called Wilsonian Soldiers because that's that's what Kenny Leon named us at the competition. I mean, it it was lovely and it was magic. It was magic. It was never, it was never like being at a competition. It was like being among friends mm-hmm. from the very beginning. No, I think that definitely comes across. And also I think that feeds into the message of the documentary as a whole. But um, another thing I wanted to ask you, you were talking about Broadway 
how did it feel to like audition for the competition but to be standing on a broadway stage what was that like it was so much fun so up until you know nationals i was doing rounds of regional competitions and all of those were scary but nothing was scarier than when we got there for nationals and then i think it was on the second day they said okay so there's one more round here and we were like what do you mean there's another round no we just we made it what are you talking about we just got here what was so lovely about it though was that everybody whether you were competing in the very final round or whether you were collaborating through the montage that was made because we were split into those two groups either both of those groups were able to just enjoy August's work backstage before we walked on Kenny Leone said your only job is to tell the truth we were all backstage we were nervous we were quiet and Kenny Leone said you're going to do great you're just going to tell the truth that was so real to mm-hmm. be nervous and to maybe not know if you were ready but to still be supported and among friends and then to step on stage and then step into the light oh my goodness i mean did you have to perform first out of your group? No, I think I, oh gosh, I was like towards the end. So oh, everyone okay. <laughs> was on stage in our chairs. And and I mean, that was nerve wracking because you're trying, <laughs> you're trying not to think about your monologue, but you don't want to not think about your monologue. And then you're enjoying everyone else. But I think what was, what was best about it was because we hadn't seen each other's monologues. Oh, really? And so you... We ha- yeah, we hadn't seen them. Um, we, we had been spending all this time together. And then obviously the competition was at the end of our time in New York. And so even sitting behind them on the stage and watching each person step forward, it was like watching them step into them 2.0, like step into <laughs> yes. all of their greatness. I yeah. mean, it, it's the feeling is so... I mean, I, I, all I have is like magic, mm-hmm. really, to be on a Broadway stage with people that you connected with so quickly, and then to see those people do the thing that they love, that you love, and that they're good at, and that you are also wanting to be good at. And then <laughs> Which you are that, good at. <laughs> right? I mean, and then with Kenny Leone, and then with people in the audience, I mean, it is just such magic and mm-hmm. love that was in that room um i'll never forget it it's just magic and love it's so nice to hear you speak about acting with so much love which brings me on to like what's what's happening now i know that in the documentary you met one of the past winners of the august was monologue competition and she is now well she was performing on broadway in the documentary yeah is okay. that like a dream that you also have like what's going on at the moment so i definitely want to make a life performing. I think that Viola Davis is so remarkable and she's definitely someone that I look up to that she's been able to create a career for herself that in, that involves on stage acting, mm-hmm. film acting, television acting. And that's definitely something that I am working towards. I would love to have a career that, that spans these different mediums, live theater and on screen. And I'm also currently pursuing a production for film and television internship and minor because I would love to produce for film and television and the stage one day. I my my hope is to be a performer and a producer that is a part of bringing stories that involve 
marginalized people's quieted voices to the forefront Mm -hmm. and just creating work that is rich and that is diverse and that is so plentiful that there can't be one narrative for anybody. And then I'm also right now working on being featured on an album that I've had the pleasure to be asked to be a part of. And before Broadway shut down, I was um, working on being involved with Broadway. And so maybe when, when our world returns, some of those things will continue to blossom. But it's truly, it's truly been a journey. And I, I just absolutely love acting. I love the arts. I'm a musical theater major right now. I love to sing. I love to dance. Um, and I'm excited to see where we go what the industry looks like and and blossoms into after we come out of this. Yeah. So, I mean, it sounds like the August Wilson monologue competition has been like, I mean, would you say that this has come from that? Like, has that been a fundamental? um... I would, oh goodness, of course. At the moment that I was in, when I participated in this competition, I was a senior in high school. And when I say that that was the first time that I really did see myself in this industry, Mm -hmm. that I felt that I was good enough to be in this industry and that there was space for me. And if this competition did that. And so as a senior in high school, when you're trying to figure out what you want to do next and when you're, when you know what you love, but don't know exactly how to attain it or how to reach it or really, if it's possible, Mm -hmm. this competition came at that moment and said, it's absolutely possible and you absolutely deserve to be there and you must go fully and step into what's next for you. What do you hope that people get when they watch this documentary and see what a fundamental thing this has meant to you? I really, really want young people to step up and to speak up and to stand up. I want them to know that our stories matter so much. And when we take the time to study the people that have come before us and that have made us able to have a voice to be recognized, that we must use it. Mm -hmm. We're allowed to use it. They want us to use it. And some people don't even know yet that they want us to use it or don't know yet that they have permission. Mm -hmm. And every time one of us gives voice to someone else, we do that by speaking up for ourselves and speaking up ourselves. And so I just want young people to see it and know, oh my goodness, I can do whatever I want to do. And if I tell the truth the whole time that I'm, that I'm on my way there, everything's attainable. Beautiful. No, thank you so much. And also nicely linked it back to the title of the documentary. So it's perfectly (laughs) rounded the interview up. (laughs) No, thank you very much.